Hello, 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 hello. <coughs> what do you I had a dream that a cat got out? <coughs> and then like two weeks later that cat died. Cat Williams? Nah, he's still going strong. <laughs> <coughs> Nina's never died, he's only killed. <laughs> Can't kill an icon. Yeah. <laughs> like cat. Yeah, cat. Cat, Big Pimp, and Williams. King of the jungle. Or what was it? What did he, uh, Hustlers or Every Damn Hustlin'? Wasn't that his big thing? Where he just did karaoke for the first five minutes of his special? Oh, I don't know that special. <laughs> I know the Cat Williams special where the start is he's just talking about Jacksonville, Florida for a really long time. Yeah. This is, ap- this is before that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the start of it. He has a special where the first half hour he plays bocce ball <laughs> before he, uh, before just, he starts selling jokes. It's just him trying to remember cheat codes from Grand Theft Auto 3. How do I get the, how do I get the helicopter? It's Cat Williams <laughs> describing the Blur Oasis feud <laughs> to a child. And I don't know what Swade was doing in all this. <laughs> Get pulp out of here. Sweet, they just playing the hits, and you know what? When they when they got done with the hits, they pulped it out and they gave it to Pulp. <laughs> For once, Cat Williams' crowd is quiet. What? What? <laughs> you know that big white country across the ocean? You know how you know how there's like uh uh they're like oh one reason Steve Martin quit doing stand up is because people were just yelling out punchlines and everything. Yeah, and his audience wouldn't sit and listen to him. And it's Did like, every black comedian just be like, that's my dream? No, Cat, <laughs> Cat Williams, he quits stand-up and he puts out, he, that's his, like, thing. He's like, I'm up there trying to have a conversation, a dialogue, <laughs> and impart my thoughts on, on people, see what their thoughts are. And, and everyone's just out here laughing, yelling yeah, things out. Screaming. Screaming, fighting. Dancing in the aisles. <laughs> yeah. Finding a fifth grader to fight on a schoolyard playground. I'm up here trying to get the Jacksonville City Department <laughs> to realize they do have too many bridges or whatever the fuck. I'm trying to talk to the zoning board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do we need a, 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 a bus with a, a sail on top? <laughs> I don't, I don't, okay. <laughs> you think, think Steve Martin, if he had ever just, like, taken that... I'm not great at examples. You think, <laughs> think if Steve Martin just ever taken that arrow off his head, they he would have just been like, you know what, I actually like stand-up. Maybe. <laughs> so he probably would have liked stand-up more if he wasn't constantly being shot in the head by angry Native <laughs> Americans. <laughs> Fucking, that's what you get for bumping Johnny Mule Deer. <laughs> he's out there. He's like fucking Charlie Feathers shot me in the head. Is that what, his name? You know what I overheard a, uh, a customer say the other day? What? They said they were, they were a member of... Uh, <laughs> Quit peeing in my coke. <laughs> <laughs> I overheard them because they were yelling into my face. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, A, this is a Sprite. <laughs> B. <laughs> Native American comedian. No, he told me, uh, he didn't tell me, I just heard him say it. He said he was a member of uh, the uh, the uh tribe. Oh, the Slapaho tribe. That's... Let's bring Cat Williams out to deliver that joke. I don't think that's a very good joke. That's what he said that to you? No, I just heard someone say that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what reason would he... <laughs> 
I was when I was in the middle of West Virginia. I heard some guy. I'm trying to find that Native American comedian who I love so much. <laughs> I can't find his John damn Redmore? name. I googled Native American comedians. Alex Raimundo? But it's just giving me one of those things where it's like, this guy does stand up in the uh, Scottsdale area. Like, it's just some <laughs> fucking guy's Twitter. <laughs> like, no, this guy's on Carson. You know what's funny is there's this episode of The Simpsons that I remember as a kid where the Red Hot Chili Peppers are, are guests. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to rewatch that. And then I, I was like, Whitney, my girlfriend, I was like, let's rewatch it. And you'll never guess who the special guest is going to be. And then Bette Midler's in the episode and Elizabeth Taylor's in the episode. <laughs> and then Johnny Carson is <laughs> doing a voice at one point. <laughs> she's uh, like, wow, this episode's got a bunch of people. And I'm like, you're right. I never would have guessed. <laughs> I'm like, I guess. Hold on. It's not, it's it's 90s red hot chili peppers. As much as you never would have guessed, now you're really never going to guess. Yeah. <laughs> After Johnny Carson, who do you think the next guest is? Oh, not the red hot, the red chili, hot peppers. chili peppers. Yeah, you never would have guessed. <laughs> now they're popping up. <laughs> It is great that it's like imagine me as like I'm t- I'm like oh I love The Simpsons remember that classic episode with uh, where uh, <laughs> Ernest from uh, Ernest Goes to Camp did a voice they're like oh you mean the one where we had every living president also do a voice <laughs> yeah but Ernest Ernest was, he was he did a gag I don't remember him they're like that wasn't even Ernest. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded it like sounded him. It sounded like him. It looked just like him. You guys got a guy who drew him really well. <laughs> you got a guy who could sound like Ernest, which is still really cool. That's cool. And you know what? <laughs> Eric is doing something with a wire. Well, I got to plug my laptop in. I gotta, I gotta plug in all the mics. I, I did not. I, now I, that we've built a nice little runway of momentum, <laughs> let's start the show. You got a lighter in your pocket? Funny dinner. I, d- podcast. Podcast where Dude. we just ask for lighters. <laughs> uh, no, I'm all juiced a up. robe. Oh, uh, yeah. Is the second layer. Oh, yeah. Usually you want to go most luxurious last. No. Or first. I like pants. You don't want belt. mid-layer robe. I um. like my secondary belt to be the one that is just cinched. <laughs> I like to. I like the velvet to be touching corduroy. It's like a lady who's my wearing skin. like like a lady who's wearing spanks, and then lingerie. No, <laughs> and then a very pretty dress. Yeah, do you think Hugh Hefner was ever walking around? Because Dan's wearing a very pretty dress. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a very pretty dress. He's wearing a gown. Hugh Hefner's ever walking around. He's got the smoking jacket, and people are like, "I thought you were fucking dead." <laughs> His son's like, yeah, I'm trying to see boobs. I figure if I trick everyone, make them think that my dad's still alive, I can. I can see. The lady will show her boobs. Someone will see boobs. Someone, for the love of God, someone needs to see somebody. My father's been dead for years. No one's seen. No one's seen boobs on these. Play, boy. I don't really know what that name is. Is that Hugh Hefner like trying to get his son to play baseball? Yeah. Play, boy. Play, boy. <laughs> That's what you say when you like you toss a kid like a nudie mag. Play, boy. Play, boy. I'm gonna go have sex with your mom. <laughs> Fuck you. I want everyone in this house to be coming. 
If we don't do it all at once, I can't. Your mom and I are going to uh, do the dishes. Why don't you go masturbate? Why don't you go jerk off? <laughs> Honey, you did that backwards. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Honey, why don't you go do the dishes? Your son and I are going to go have sex. I mean, Wait, hold so on. Uh, um, I'll mow the lawn. I'll you too. fuck your mother. <laughs> Wait, <if> you... <laughs> hold on. Hold the fort. Someone fuck the lawnmower and I'll go buy a pack of cigarettes. Wait, what's happening? Hold, uh, hold on. <laughs> the milkman. Operator, operator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you think? The milkman, the people, you're ever like, oh, look, the milkman's going house to house. And then someone's like, uh, hey, Eric's just leaving. <laughs> Put the mic down and walked away. Oh, I only took a step. <laughs> Getting an ashtray. Hey, how about an ashtray? Sure. And it's a big old... <laughs> Shouldn't that be any tray? You know what? If Sir Mix-a-Lot would have been in this marijuana <laughs> culture... You probably could have sold like an ashtray. An ashtray. And it's just a big old butt. It's a big butt. And you put it out on their uh, brown eye. Because then you can't stain it. Put it on the brown eye. (laughs) That's the sound cigarettes make when you put them out. You know, it's a gross song. Brown eyed girl. (laughs) Ooh, my. Brown eyed girl. Do you remember what? Yes. <laughs> I do remember. I remember. I remember. No. I think all your brown-eyed girls remember. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Actually, that song was originally uh, brown-skinned girl or something, or like black skin. It was about... Uh, black skin. It was about black skin. It was about Van Morrison being like, oh, I, 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 I love hooking up with the soul sisters. <laughs> It's like that thing where, like, white guys in the 60s were like, I'm not racist. I love I the love the jungle mamas. <laughs> I've got the it's an I, jungle fever. In hindsight, it's like, that guy was the most racist. How could I be racist with this bad case of jungle fever? How could I be racist when I got an afro pick on my balls <laughs> for you, mama? Girl in front of Larry King. <laughs> I don't even want to know what that cat just did behind me. <laughs> yeah, Van, we're gonna have to chat. We're gonna need you to change that song. Why you're not okay with Miss with a white man dating a black woman? No, it's just we want to be able to play it at weddings, and we feel like at some point, somewhere you cross the line. <laughs> There's a whole bridge where you come out and you're like, "I'm that girl's brother, and I, I approve." <laughs> Listen, listen. We don't typically put out quadruple disc seven inches for singles, man. Look, as the um, the uh, standards and practices person for Bang Records, I know that is what it's, that's what his record label is called. As the standards and practices person for Bang Records, uh, I typically wouldn't tell an artist to do this, but maybe change the song to be about an ass. <laughs> Maybe, have you ever heard of anal sex? I know you fucked black women. Brown-eyed girl? But what about perhaps? just fucking anyone you want in the ass? <laughs> Ooh, my. Very specific demographic. <laughs> That'd be great. More songs should be like, like Layla's just like, and by the way, I'm an Indian guy. <laughs> and this is for a Welsh woman. <laughs> 
was like, yeah, no. More love songs <laughs> no should have their races specified. <laughs> it was like, just specifically, and we're both uh, Gentiles. <laughs> like, oh, I can't relate. My girlfriend's uh, this, Jewish. This one's <laughs> yeah. listen to Brown Eyed Girl. Son again. of a gun. I can relate to that one. <laughs> I know all about that one. Okay, oh. Uma. <laughs> Laughing and crying and wincing. (laughs) Whose idea was this anyway? In the green grass. I don't think either of us are having a whole lot of fun. (laughs) Na 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 Hey na 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 na. Van Morrison. Uh, How fat was that guy? How fat was he? When you was Van Morrison. When you were a kid, were you like, Van Morrison? Was he a transformer? Fuck that guy. The, <laughs> the doors rule. <laughs> hey, do you think Van Morrison has is ever a... Oh, I'm trying to think how to word this. I'm trying to think of a way to make it. So I'm talking about Van Morrison but I'm also saying the word doors. <laughs> As in, Van Morrison, like, has doors. Because <laughs> he's a van. Van Doris? No. <laughs> open the door. The doors are opening. <laughs> van Morrison. <laughs> That's a great headline. You're trying to... We got this new artist, Van Morrison. We want everyone to think he's real good. Tell everyone uh, doors are opening. The doors for are opening for the Van. doors are opening for Van Morrison. Yeah, yes. the do- they are. He read some books. <laughs> the doors are opening. He's been reading theory. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready for revolution. <laughs> and he killed an Indian guy. Or something. Van Morrison. <laughs> he didn't do that. Well, he just watched. <coughs> what is that from? From the Doors, from Jim Morrison. Oh, a Native American man. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Van Morrison. I thought you were going to tell me, like... Car? I thought you were going to be like... You Carcophagus? Never... <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you never read Van Morrison's memoir from when he was in the British Royal <laughs> Air Force? <laughs> Serving uh, in... You haven't read Van Morrison's in diaries? In Delhi. <laughs> read van morrison's diaries <laughs> his time as a patrolman yeah in the english colonies yeah. oh great you know what i did once try to read a big biography about van morrison an elephant no <laughs> well, that'd be awesome that'd be great because everyone's mad at him now because they're like he's anti-lockdown when was he ever smart though i don't understand what portion of van exactly. morrison's life people are like it's not like the good old days anytime when they're like that guy's a really emotional singer it's like rarely are they're like and also he's smart <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's a chess grand yeah that guy who's just really good at like f- putting a lot of emotion into singular words He's also really good at putting a lot of uh, logic into formulas. <laughs> uh. He's also good at putting something else into a little brown-eyed girl. <laughs> Wild Night is calling. <laughs> I would just love to be like Van Morrison's kid. Now everybody's all mad at him and just being like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a t- dude! <laughs> you know it's ironic. He locked me down as a kid. I could, I couldn't go out on the town. 
They did it on Jerry Seinfeld's Morrison. <laughs> I got Scottish accent. I'm Welsh. I'm a Scottish Seinfeld. I'm Welsh. <laughs> no, man, fucking... I think we should clarify we're recording this pretty late at night. <laughs> I, I tried I tried to uh I tried to read this Van Morrison is like a huge book. <laughs> I'm trying to brag. I tried to read a huge book. It was as big as a van. Hey. It was like a box set. It was a van. And then it had all his records inside. You're like, oh snap, Astral Weeks. And also a tire iron. <laughs> spare tire? Spare copy of Moon Dance? <laughs> what an album. Um, hey man, those are two good back to back albums. But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind having those in the front seat of life, so to speak. The headlights got in the like way. like a brown eyed girl in the. <laughs> She'll be in the back seat, buddy, taking a nap after. After the fun we've been having. Uh, also hiding because we're driving in the south and it's the late 60s. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, man. All right, it was a huge Van Morrison like biography. And the writer, the start of the book was like, hey, man, Van Morrison doesn't want, he doesn't like stuff being written about him and everything. But we got all the truth. Even the stuff that he doesn't want people to know. Yeah. All right. So when Van Morrison was a kid, he levitated in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, what the fuck? And then I stopped reading. What the fuck? <laughs> I stopped. The opposite of the Carter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The least, like, We're trying to. Van has tried to suppress this. <laughs> yeah, Van is trying to suppress this. He doesn't want you to know. Uh, he, but he's magic. He, he, he admitted as once that he had magic abilities as a he child. Did a, he did a moon dance. <laughs> he did a moon dance. <laughs> and it worked. How <laughs> pissed was he when... Uh, or not pissed. Was that moon last night? No, he, it probably confused. to dance? When he's like, hey, Motown's doing their, their 30th, 25th anniversary. Cool, whatever. And then the next day people are like, Moon dance, strike moon, moonwalk. Moon Michael Jackson did some sort of moon dance. And then Van Morrison's like, I don't know how to describe Van it. Van Morrison's like, I didn't get any fucking money. Stole my fucking idea. They didn't give it, call me up. No one fucking, I can moon dance. He's like, I'm honored. I didn't have anything to do with Motown. But I'm honored they did my song. Apparently they turned it up. Slowed it down, made it less of a dance, more of a walk. Unless, <laughs> you think he ever does that? He's like doing moon dance, and he's like, "All right, band, some... take it to halftime. Let's make it more of a walk." And then, and then all of a sudden, Van Morrison starts, starts sliding backwards. I would love to watch seventy-something-year-old Van Morrison try to moonwalk. <laughs> Just uh, like slides once and like slips on his own sweat. Yeah. <laughs> his dumb hat flies off. <laughs> you know what would be great is take like him or Eric Clapton or one of those like old, old guys who, and, and then just be like from that era, Keith Richards. Yeah. And then be like, hey man, here's a, here's some, un I just unearthed some old blues you've never heard. 
and you just play him like Chingy. <laughs> and then in a year we get like a, a Rolling Stones album that's just like everybody in the club's getting tip sick. <laughs> There's like a guitar. <laughs> And then eventually they're like, "Hey, Van Morrison, you're you know that song you start you've been covering, uh, <laughs> covering with you. what's that Nelly song? What's that? Nelly you know, you roll out by Ludacris, that old blues roll song up. you do on your new album. <laughs> it's actually a, a late '90s, early 2000s rap song. And then Van Morrison spits out his tea." He's like, God damn it! I like, I like Van Morrison. I only like, I only like black people who are dead already. I like the idea that his hat flies off, but then his wig is just like pieces, like just taped into his the hat. hat the is dangling. Hat. The hat is dangling off his head by way of the the wig yeah. anchor. Like, they tried to knock it off, but his yeah. wig glue is so strong in the back. <laughs> <laughs> kind of flopping around. No, that is true. I'm thinking about it now because Eric Clapton loves the... the and Chingy knocks his hat <laughs> And Chingy knocks his hat Because <laughs> no, Eric Clapton loves the blues, but then he's also a racist. <laughs> but maybe that's why. Maybe he's like, I love studying black people who are dead already. <laughs> he's like, it gives me comfort. The blues gives me comfort because it's all in the past. All this stuff oh. about like people being movers and shakers and everything. I really Big I, Bill Bruins, you don't got the key to the city no more, thank God. <laughs> Sorry, highway, key to the highway. I don't want to I don't want Robert Chris God to beat me up when he listens. <laughs> I re-listened to that uh, Eric Clapton racist monologue recently. You can listen to it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know well, that. There's at least a transcript. The seventies one where he's like yeah. uh he used it's one of those seventies things where you use a bunch of words where yeah, you're like <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google a lot like, of these. I was wondering if you read that to like some like like eighteen year old like social justice person now, like would they be like, They'd be like, Oh, there's a lot of good band name possibilities <laughs> in that speech. <laughs> what was that? Was that guy describing who's playing a fucking magbar this That weekend? sounds like a sick lineup. <laughs> Is that a <laughs> Is that he's playing the electric forest? <laughs> is that is that the new lineup of Burger Records? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we should play it back real quick just to make sure it sounds good. I already recorded a bunch. And, uh, <laughs> I did it about an hour or two, Bill Burr style. <laughs> did a little, little freestyle. Hey, bits. That Those was great. Funny bits. We just took a minute to reflect on how funny <laughs> this podcast is. We've been listening to the, I said the thing about Hugh Hefner. Here's what I was thinking with Hugh Hefner. You think he's ever walking around and he's got the robe on? Because, you know, he's, he's a playboy. He's the playboy. Do you think people are ever like this year, this month in Playboy, it'll be the Playboy, and then you open it up and it's just you have your naked in the centerfold. Just every page, no ads. I'm the Playboy. <laughs> no ads. Um, no, it's you have He's walking around. And he's got his robe on because he's, you know him. He's Mister Relaxed, owning a media empire. <laughs> 
and doing a thing at having sex as an old man in a way that makes his heart probably stronger than fucking Lance Armstrong. But nonetheless, that lazy guy, he's got his robe on and then uh, and then someone, I don't, it, it, I don't know, something happens. <laughs> he spills some hot uh, tea. Uh, uh, Coco? Uh, Van Morrison spill cocoa? Van Morrison spit his tea onto him <laughs> and then so then so then he's fucking Hugh Hefner's like oh I better take my robe off real quick sorry and then he has a full business suit on underneath <laughs> let and, me get relaxed and they're like Hugh and he's like well it's a business meeting <laughs> the robe is just part you know what I mean it's like for show it's for show <laughs> you don't think Superman wears a sweater underneath when it's chilly <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I'm moving slow. I have long johns underneath. <laughs> it's, I can't move my body fully because it's chilly. I've that, got mittens. That's uh, that's that's Superman's kryptonite. No, who, I was doing Batman. There. Oh, okay. Who is uh, who's Batman's girlfriend? Ray, uh, uh, Harley Quinn. I don't Harley. Know. Harley, can you can you use my GPS? I have mittens on. <laughs> I've been standing on top of Gotham. It's chilly. <laughs> We're a harbor city. <laughs> Everybody knows that. We're the that. windy city. Everybody knows we're a harbor town. Maggie chilling all. That would be great if one day they're just showing the map, a map, in like a, a, a DC movie. I guess they never show maps of like America. No. Well, yeah, they probably do. I don't know. They must just never point where... You watch the Marvel movies more recently than... Those are Marvel. Marvel DC ones? Marvel has... No. I'm not watching DC. I was going to say, I'm not a... Yeah. I'm not a 14-year-old. I'm not a 14-year-old in China. I don't... I'm not... I'm not a kid who got dropped off at the movies while his parents fight at Olive Garden. (laughs) I'm not going to go see a DC movie. Find a way to yell over an Auntie Anne. What am I, a comic on a, a comic who doesn't have a car on the road, working a club next to a? This sounds very specific. What am I? We crying? all know this. What, what am, am I? <laughs> what am I, Ron on in Wichita, bored out of his mind? <laughs> no, man. Mark uh, Marvel. They just they'll be like, it's in New York. They go out of their way to do that shit. They'll be like, that thing that happened in New York, that's how they describe... It, exactly. That's how they describe the thing from Avengers, like what, all the shit. The like first Avengers movie. Yeah. So then there's stuff in other movies where people are like, what if what happens in New York happens again? And like little kids will be like, Iron Man, tell us about New York. <laughs> <laughs> and like shit like that. You know, the way they run up to Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> What did the scream sound like, Mr. Buscemi? You know, Paul Giamatti was in Skull and Bones. The Society? Yeah, like the Yale Society. (laughs) The Ska Society. (laughs) Secret Ska Society. (laughs) That man's got to (laughs) exist. Someone's name in the Ska Society. Ska Society. (laughs) Skull and Bones Ska Society. There's Herbert Walker Bush with a big fucking checker fedora. <laughs> Damn trumpet. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it could have. He was offended years later. He's like, listen, skanking. Do you know what skanking is? It's not what you think. <laughs> I heard that all of our, uh, all of our, anyone who's be, has been president has had to have sex with a, a, a prostitute in front of other people. They call it skanking. <laughs> No, that's no. me. No. Listen, I wish it was that. <laughs> if only. George, God. No, for real. George W. Bush, he and his dad were members. That means his dad watched him skank. Because <laughs> they were members. His dad said he wanted to watch his son's initiation. Yeah. That's why if someone brings up skull and bone, they're like, I don't remember the name of the thing, but the, whatever the, the Scaluminati or whatever the fuck. Society. Secret Society. He'll be on like Ted Koppel and they'll be like, John Kerry, were you a member of the Secret Scott Society? And then he'll be like, up, oh, uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and he's got to get up, he's got to get it up, get up, get up, and get go. Yeah, that's a thing with like the, if you're a member of Skull and Bones and someone asks you about it, you're supposed to like leave the room. Or if someone, like, brings it up. Yeah. Well, that would be very funny, because a lot of people have been, like, presidents. <laughs> just talking to... <laughs> you just... Like, if you're doing a meeting, you're, like, the Russian prime minister or some shit. Yeah, Putin's just, like... Putin, and... Putin gets invited to the Oval Office for some sort of summit. Yeah. And then he goes, says, oh, I'd like to pick it up, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, he opens some weird drawer with a fedora in it. He puts on a fedora and starts doing some weird duck walk out the room. And then Putin's like, awesome, I have... How long is beer by Real Big Fish? Three and a half. I got three and a half minutes to find the red phone. Thank God for the secret society at, at Yale. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Because uh, you got... Eastern elites, mighty mighty Boston's, <laughs> old time East Coast old elite, East Coast East money, Coast money. over on the Mayflower. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean even the name, the Boston's. <laughs> the city's named after them, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucking they're powerful. <laughs> You gotta be careful or they'll send the dropkick Murphys to get you. <laughs> it's a shame there wasn't like East Coast, West Coast, Ska, like murders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Mighty Boston's just kills uh, the guy from Real Big Fish. Yeah. <laughs> My boss, Dicky Dicky Betts. No, Dicky Barrett. Dicky Betts from the Almond Brothers. <laughs> he can be involved. Dicky, sure. Dicky Betts is up there at the Grammys, and then Dicky Barrett walks up. He's protesting the lack of ska representation yeah. at the Grammys. If y'all tired of Gwen Stefani popping up on stage doing features, hopping up in your music videos, come over to Mighty White Boston's East Coast. <laughs> Uh. <coughs> you ever see a ska band live? Yeah. Who you seen? I, I saw Bob Music Industry. Oh. A ska band. I guess so. I saw... Uh, <laughs> End of show. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to give a joke answer. <laughs> or you're supposed to... Hey, you haven't seen the specials? <laughs> 
Let me tell you, they were moldy. Gordon wouldn't have liked them. Oh. Uh, How's this for a... Do you think that's Gordon Ramsay's favorite band? Which one? The Specials. <laughs> <laughs> we lost all that. That's I know. No, I actually listened to Gordon Ramsay's uh, Desert Island Discs. <laughs> You know that show? Yeah. Well, it's, it's Gordon Ramsay naming his five albums and then talking about his life. And uh, and you're thinking, Gordon Ramsay, I, who, who who knows what he loves, whatever the fuck. But he's a, he probably has something interesting tastes. And then he's like, number one, the first song I chose, I listen to every day after shift, Coldplay Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to yellow, like it's playing, all of a sudden it's playing yellow. <laughs> And then his other song was just like, uh, my dad knew this girl and I thought she was cute and she was a pop singer. So here's her song. (laughs) And then it's like, what the fuck is his other song? His third song just going to be like, here's the British national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Number four is a a song I sing to myself called I Like to Cook. Number five is, of course, Wonderwall. <laughs> Always. <laughs> just Coldplay Yellow again. Like, those are the worst. <laughs> it's like, have you ever heard music? I was joking about it. Like, I was listening to my girlfriend. I was like, oh, man, he's probably just going to, like, his next song will just be like, this is the song I lost my virginity to. And then, sure enough, it's some random song where he's like, a lady and I heard this once. On a day. Late at night, alone, <laughs> in a bed. <laughs> and just like... He's like, I've chose uh, Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye because it makes me think about sex. (laughs) Gordon Ramsay's final Desert Island pick, Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) I like like to think he's a customer singing to me. (laughs) Everyone has a hungry heart. Uh, no man Gordon Ramsay he will live on in all of us <laughs> he's great man he uh his icon guy quit when he was like 30 his teacher and then he was like fuck this man being the best chef in the world is not worth it yeah and then Gordon Ramsay is like no I'm gonna keep going <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to your advice I'm not gonna listen to your life advice but also it's like <laughs> But I guess Gordon Ramsay gives back because he's like, be owning your own restaurant isn't the thing. Yelling at others is the because we all remember in uh, in 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 Buddhism they say uh, yelling at others is <laughs> the way to happiness. Anger is the only true way, to path of enlightenment. <laughs> Through anger, we become we all become one. Truly, the best. That really was one of his songs. Was that song that goes, "You're simply the best." <laughs> I can just imagine him making a crepe to that. Yeah, no, he said he chose that because it's what when he used to play uh, football, they would, uh, uh, they would. That's what they would play when his team would run out. So it literally was like just any. So he's like, "Oh, I, my other song is." Uh, this is literally just any song that yeah. at least the five, just the five songs he's, he's heard. Like, <laughs> Thank God you didn't ask me for a sixth. <laughs> Imagine if I just stretched that. Well, I uh, have a dog, so I guess uh, how much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> 
I don't know. It's December, so I guess uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock. I like hearing that in the winter time. <laughs> I rather like it. I enjoy Jingle Bell Rock during the month of December. <laughs> and then I make I make some music podcast where I introduce Gordon Ramsay to music, <laughs> and then he's like, "Trout mask replica. They can't even get real trout." <laughs> Oh man, imagine how much Gordon Ramsay would hate the Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> I hope we don't lose this episode. That 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 uh, could be a tweet. <laughs> uh, no, <Nah>, man. <clears throat> Gordon Ramsay. I I've been watching too much. I've been watching Hotel Hell, which is great. Uh, you ever watch Hotel Hell? You don't like that it? That one's always way too depressing. <laughs> oh, it's very depressing. <laughs> they always, always show his ass, though. Have you seen enough to know that? His ass? There's always, each, each episode has an ass shot of him getting into the, a shower, the tub, or whatever, to the point where, like, it must be a thing in production where they're like, <laughs> where does cockpiece go? Like, where, <laughs> where did Gordon's front harness go? Gordon's <laughs> bath time. <laughs> We gotta do the bath shot. No, there's so many. It's in every single episode they show it. It's wild. Only watch, I've only seen clips from the hotel. Okay. It's and great. The, one, the only I think the only full episode I've seen is the one with the lady is like, yeah, shit all over the floor, but I I don't know. I kind of clean it up. I clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> I clean it up a little bit. <laughs> the guests love it. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just part of the character. No, hotels are great. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's insane. Have you uh, seen his other show where he goes? It's called Twenty Four Hours to Hell and Back. No. He pu he pulls up to a restaurant. He goes in in disguise. Oh yeah, his disguises <laughs> are the worst. His disguise. His one episode we watched. It's he's in Maryland and he's going around with the town historian, who has like a beard and he's like bald. He's got like a little hat. You know how like an an East yeah, Coast historian yeah. would look. Yeah. So obviously Gordon Ramsay's disguise is a big beard and bald and <laughs> and it's like is he just fucking <laughs> just making fun of these other people. <laughs> and his masks are always like it always looks insane in what world yeah <laughs> anyway it'll be like alright so we're here in Missoula Montana I'm going into Rick's barbecue I've got my disguise uh, which is a Trump hat <laughs> a shirt that says I'm fucking my daughter <laughs> with an arrow pointing next to me we've hired an actress who's younger than <laughs> And a confederate flag. <laughs> and a confe I've painted a confederate flag on my face. <laughs> I'm just trying to blend in. Just want to blend in with society here in Atlanta. A mixing of, fla of flavors. And me here in downtown Atlanta. No, man, but Gordon, he's, he comes in and then he's like, this place sucks. All right, hold up. And then he starts, like, taking off his mask. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. That guy's Gord thing. Because <laughs> they already knew him. They already were like, Whoa. they were already like, oh, that's who that guy is. <laughs> Everyone already was focused was on that guy. <laughs> that's clearly not him. <laughs> <laughs> What's, what are we, about? is Tyra Banks about to teach us what it's like to be a fat white historian in Maryland or some shit? 
<laughs> are these two people doing some Would sort of... Would you have treated me the same way if I was? <laughs> Is this, are these two people breaking from lunch from another production? <laughs> Were they doing some sort of like twins, uh, stunt double type situation? <laughs> and now they're just like, let's go to the bistro. Uh... No, I mean, Gordon, so he goes, hey, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. <laughs> and then each episode he kicks a chair into somebody. And then that's sort of the like, you know, as a fan, you're like. There, there's yeah. that moment. There's like a YouTube all of the chair kicks. <laughs> oh, no. The person who runs the like Hell's Kitchen and all that shit, their YouTube page is great. Oh, no. It's incredible. They have all the episodes they, uncensored. They really know what they're doing over there. You know what? I will say Let's this. Let's hire them. We should. We could poach the yeah. kitchen nightmare <laughs> YouTube channel people. You that... cannot do riffs every week. <laughs> no fresh riffs every week. No fresh week. riffs. <laughs> now, man. You need. <laughs> riffs need to sit. They do gore. They do that shit. Uns- a lot of the shows, they'll be uncensored now because yeah. they can do on streaming. Yeah. And on Kitchen Nightmares Uncensored. Uh, the audio will be uncensored, but they'll still blur out the mouth. Uh, Lilith. But then on the flip side, I a few months, like a year or so ago, I was watching like Rock of Love and all that shit, and it's all uncensored now, which I didn't think anything of it. But then you're just constantly seeing like ladies, <laughs> like assholes, and like everyone's tits. And it's, Rock of Love. Yeah, oh yeah, Rock. Because everyone's a dirty old hooch. Yeah, that's uh, true. But then it's great because it's like. Well, not great, but there's a lot of ladies where it's like, they're like, I'm a single mother of three, and then their boob will fall out while they're like fighting with somebody. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I'm now seeing uh, Crystal's boob, but Crystal didn't want that. She, <laughs> she didn't like, cons- she didn't know that 30 years from now. It would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's like, you make it, and then you're like, well, it's not like in 20 years, my if I have a kid, they'll be able to click on it instantly and, just immediately and find see an it uncensored and, version. Like, it will be easy and free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyone can find it. <laughs> Look, it's not like in 20 years when my kid grows up, uh, it will be even easier to watch Rock of Love yeah. than it was Come at the on. time. <laughs> Rock of Love is on like every day and still no one's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no one's noticed I was on it yet. Yeah. Surely. No, man. Gordon Ramsay, he's great. <laughs> No, what do you think of this? Uh, uh, I think I, he's he's got like there's a a guy who keeps like chatting up the tables. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you turning tables and turning tricks? <laughs> uh. I still love uh, the Michelin Man. <laughs> was that on that was like I deleted? I think that was the one before. You gotta know everything about tires. <laughs> no, it's just... You look less like the Michelin no. chef, more like the Michelin man. <laughs> uh. No, man. He's, um... Gordon Ramsay, he's gonna show his boss who made him cry. <laughs> that guy just made that him cry time. and hit him a bunch. <laughs> Gordon, Gordon mentioned Ramsey's that. just like an abused child. Oh, yeah. A thousand but he, percent. He, but you know what? He blossomed into it. Yeah. You know? He he really filled out the shape. Yeah. I like him, too, because he looks kind of like the, like a Gerber baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see someone doing some Botox and, like, make him yeah. a red nose. 
That is a great ongoing thing is ladies trying to like smash Gordon. Oh, all the owners want to fuck <laughs> Gordon, I, now that you fixed my steakhouse, <laughs> I, you I, fix my I wouldn't mind you staying at my house. <laughs> uh, no, man. Go, getting, in, getting in Gordon's face going, you, you get the beef or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I still love this episode where he goes... He's like he finds a big, dirty old piece of meat. Yeah, and then he's like, "This is un- this is disgusting." And then the chef's like, "That's mine." <laughs> and then Gordon's like, "This is it's moldy." And he's like, "No, it's not. That's not for the customers. That's mine." Listen, Gordon's like, "You yeah. need to throw this out." He's like, "You don't throw that out. It's mine. That's my food. I can fucking keep rotten meat there if I want. It's mine. I'm not giving it to anybody." Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of rotten food, man. <laughs> they come back. That would be great. I, someone should do that during like a health inspection. Just be like, no, 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 that's for me. Nope, that's for me. <laughs> the health inspector's like, well, you need to get your own mini fridge. They come back, you have your own mini fridge for that meat. So it's separate. Well, I keep the fresh meat in the mini fridge. <laughs> I got way more rotten meat than fresh meat. <laughs> I think this part got cut, man. <laughs> There's that classic episode where Gordon's like, they're all in the kitchen, and then Gordon, Gordon looks over and he's like, "What is that?" And they point like a big lump of brown stuff on the line, and then the line cook goes, "Ah, oh, that's shit." <laughs> and then it cuts, and then Gordon goes, "This is fucking shit on the line." And then it cuts to uh, the owner and the talking head, and he goes, "I agree, that's unacceptable." <laughs> No excuse for that. No excuse for that one. And then it's that's like a huge the one of the line cooks quits over it. <laughs> if I can't shit on the line, <laughs> I'm trying to fl- I'm trying to make the burger. <laughs> Time out, everybody. Give me thirty seconds. I'm trying to make them thirty seconds. <laughs> Service is falling apart. <laughs> Just shit in the shit next to like a ramekin with, with some mayo, and then there's like a thing of lettuce. What are those things? Not ramekins, but the silver things that uh, they go into the line. Like a hotel pan? No, like the pans that you keep the food in on the line. Yeah, like a pan. Just a pan, I guess. Like a Square pan. pan. Yeah, hotel pan. <laughs> <laughs> just next to it, just just on the line, just in between like the inter- like the intersection of like three of them. Yeah, <laughs> just a big pile of shit. When the customers see our new menu, they're gonna shit themselves and not on the line, <laughs> and not on my line, not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> not since <laughs> Gordon came in, <laughs> and then it's the whole thing where he's walking away, and the credits are coming up, and he's like, shit on the line. <laughs> Three months later, Gordon <laughs> belongs the in the again. toilet. There was shit all over. The- <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. It's just Gordon. Like it's the show's like back in the day. De- like a uh, it's like a little bit more in the past. <laughs> and okay. it's like today on Kitchen Nightmares, Gordon visits a gay restaurant. <laughs> And it's just like it's just it's a restaurant with two men who own it who are like dating. 
And then Gordon keeps trying to get them to like, you need to take women. And they're like, we're not making those kinds of changes, Gordon. <laughs> and then, but then ultimately they don't, they keep, they all find a thing that works. They stay together. Yeah. Gordon agree. They're pulling it through. And then Gordon's like doing the walking away. He's like, He's like, but ultimately, I think uh, Gay Street, be, I don't know what the name would be. Just whatever name, the coffee cup, or whatever, whatever name. He doesn't have to have like, a pun of a name. It's not like other places are called the Penis and Vagina <laughs> Express. Straight. Straight, straight the subs. Oriented Straight Express. Straight, straight pasta only. No, then he's he's walking. He's like, I think Olive Street Cafe is gonna make it. Uh, two men. <laughs> <laughs> That's his little last word. Two That's men. his little like. Two men. Has the credit like the way that in other episodes he's like, a chicken palm slider, <laughs> grilled romaine, <laughs> cream cheese and sushi. <laughs> Now the only shit we'll be serving is <laughs> my shit. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the waitress is like at a table. We're actually not going to be serving any more food tonight. Someone shit on the line. <laughs> shit all over the line. <laughs> And then you get the table talking to each other, and with the with they put the. Did little, they tell you that they got shit? On no, the no, line. it's just the table just goes shit on the line, and then it cuts to another lady goes. It makes she makes a face. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Ugh. I always love the. She's getting, she's getting pepper cracked onto her <laughs> salad. Ah. <laughs> I always love when they shut down the kitchen and then people are like, they're like, we can't, we aren't going to serve any more food. And they're like, well, will the appetizers we ate make us sick? Because <laughs> that is really funny to like, just give people no information. <laughs> just abruptly be like, ah, you know what, everybody out. <laughs> well, I ate the bread. <laughs> everybody out. Is the butter okay? <laughs> Why do we all have to leave? Gordon's playing yellow. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> you do yeah. accounting, right? Yeah, I was doing the books. <laughs> I do the books. You know what I do? First thing I do when I get a job, I go, I go. Where's your accounting department? And they go, Oh, this is Gary. And then I go, Gary, you're you're the accountants. Well, you're gonna need to get a bigger calculator because I'm about to make you all a lot more money. <laughs> You're going to need to add some zeros. You guys are going to be selling whole cows while I'm, I'm to, here. Because I'm about to add a lot more profit. Fuck this sandwich bullshit. <laughs> you guys are selling pigs. We're about to make a lot more profit. Turn this whole restaurant into a slaughterhouse. <laughs> Fuck all this barbecue bullshit. <laughs> It's already a basement. Let's turn it into a meat locker, baby. That'd be great to be like... You know what the worst part about this beef is? The customers. <laughs> you think people do bits like people are ever like... Like it's the Arby's like CEO. Like Arby's is doing a board meeting. Yeah. And then they're like, how are we going to cut down on costs for meat supply? And then you're just like, 
We could kill our customers. (laughs) (laughs) What if we had less customers? (laughs) Roast those big... I mean, eat them. (laughs) Like, roast those big old... Big old beef boys. (laughs) Those hogs, huh? (laughs) They're just like... You're doing like uh, you, you're doing. You're like, oh yeah, go, get get a letter of recommendation for my old job or over CEO's work. <laughs> like, oh Kevin, he used to work at Hewlett Packard. He's hilarious. He <laughs> come in in a helmet and a suit, holding a skateboard. <laughs> He's got fucking got knee pads on, and he goes, I thought this was a half pipe industries, <laughs> but it's Hewlett Packard. Well, now I now I'm less looking forward to the grind you were all talking about. It's not a nine to, nine to five. I thought that was like a nine hundred to I a fifty-fifty. I, yeah, I, I thought I was doing sick combos. I thought a nine to five grind was like the nine gap to the five stair or something. I wanted to manual through the day. You know what I mean? I thought this. I thought HP stood for Hawk Pro. They're like you already said half pipe. Well, listen. It doesn't seem like it's half pipe anymore. <laughs> well, listen, fellas. No, I mean so... uh, doubling. I'm doubling down on Hawk Pro now that I learned it's not half pipe. My brain still. I still don't buy this Packard Hewlett thing. <laughs> Packard what? Packard what? Packard what? I hardly know Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Hewlett Packard. I thought this is where we all have sex with the ghost whisperer. <laughs> oh my god. Hewlett Packard. That's what I called Jamie Kennedy. Wait, who'd she date? She dated some guy. Yeah, that's what Kennedy. I call Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Stevie Wonder, who's your date? Uh, no, man. He's a, so what happened to work? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking the uh, dishwasher. There's like a fork on the ground, and boss man comes in. And is like, oh my god. And he's like, uh, he's like, hey man, uh, you, uh, this is on the ground, man. And he took it, and then he went, oh thanks, man, and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're trying to wash no no forks that's on the floor. It's <laughs> just whack. I've just never seen Oh. So your manager wanted him to wash it? I mean as a dishwasher, I feel like this is kind of part of Nah. <laughs> part of being a dishwasher is quality control. You're the first and last line. <laughs> For like chipped plates, <laughs> knowing what cup is never gonna get polished. He un- he understood that that fork was done. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, he knew better than any- anybody. <laughs> That's true. He's got a better relationship with those uh, knives and forks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom. Uh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> okay. I have the hiccups, so I'm doing. I'm doing too much setup. <laughs> Eric, usually he felt that through the computer. <laughs> now, so it's uh, you're you're a server. You're calling your home. You're like a teenager. Mom, I don't. You're 
I, I don't need I don't know when I'm gonna need a ride home. Gordon Ramsay keeps making me roll silverware and he keeps yelling at me and he keeps going again. <laughs> I've been doing it for four hours. He keeps asking me if I even care about this place and I keep saying no. I don't. <laughs> I don't care about steak and shake. <laughs> It's steak and shake. <laughs> Knocks all your silverware. Yeah. <laughs> Polish the straws. <laughs> no, man, he's a good guy. <laughs> no, his show, 48 hours to 24 hours. 24 hours to disaster. He pops up and he goes, it's me. <laughs> he does a dog bark. What do you guys say? All right. <laughs> and back to human talk. She's wagging her tail. I'm putting the mic in a dog's face. I mean, when is there going to be a podcast for dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to do this thing. Tell a classic one-liner. I got nothing, man. Um, oh, I had something... Um, Gordon. No, so he pops up and he goes, This place is fucked. It sucks and shit. <laughs> you guys all fucking suck. <laughs> I hate all I hate all of you. No. <laughs> he goes, he's like, man, this place stinks. We got Ew. a lot of stuff's dirty. Real fast kitchen nightmares. Let's do it. <laughs> Real just do a quick ver- a quick thing. Alright, and now Everyone come out front. Whoa, there's a big old bus thing. Like a semi thing. Yeah. And a clock. And then Gordon's like, "You, we gotta say this restaurant's gonna take a lot of work. So obviously the best way to do it, I'm gonna put this big clock up here. And in the next 24 hours that none of you were necessarily expecting was gonna be a thing, I'm gonna take this restaurant to hell and back. And then the clock starts, and then people are like, well, I, got, I have fucking kids. I got, well, hold on. Like, I'm, I'm, a care, I'm primary care for my, gra- for my grandma. I got to go home, man. I got to go home. I got to change. Grandma. I got yeah, something to do. <laughs> Someone, I mean. Gordon, I got a date tonight. Gordon. Yeah. I was going to finally fuck that dishwasher. Gordon, I have other, another job. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordon, do you really think I was making a living off of this place that you're about to rescue? <laughs> I've got another job. So in 24 hours, Gordon's like, "Oh, we we got we're scraping the walls," and then I'm teaching on his little semi. He's got like a cook a cooking thing. Yeah. So he's like, "I'm gonna teach you how to we're gonna, I'm gonna te- boot camp," but the whole throughout the show, people just keep yawning. <laughs> I'm going to talk with these damn hiccups, but but I'm not I'm not on a show. I'm not. I'm this not is just Gordon a conversation. Ra- I'm not Gordon Ramsay's protege. I'm not Marco Pierre White Jr. in a, in a roundabout <laughs> teacher becomes a student. No man, but he's like, we got 24 hours, and everyone's like tired, and then he keeps being like, I know you're tired, but we've got to pull through this, and they're like. No, I agree. I'm not. I just I'm just think, still just tired. I just think it would be easier <laughs> if I could sleep. And then there's this one episode where he's trying to save. Lilith. 
he's trying to save a whole town. So he's like trying to save three different places. Yeah. And then he's like, and this time, man, we're throwing out the clock. You got a week because we, we need to make this work. And there's and then it's like if you're one of the other shows where you're like oh so I guess you didn't care about I guess you didn't care about Fetch's Bistro he gave us 24 hours us, some sort of gimmick I was all, coming off a double <laughs> which let's be honest that just Gordon Ramsay being real coked up with Fox and he's like Kitchen Nightmares isn't a challenge anymore I can do this shit in an hour I can do this shit I, 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 give me one day one day what <laughs> one day motherfucker. That's all I need. What do you need to do it? A semi. That's it. A semi that has like a hot plate cooking auditorium <laughs> in the back. And a big old clock. And costumes. <laughs> Gordon just trailing <laughs> off. Costumes. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta have a big nose. Big a giant theme nose. song that sounds like Oh Mickey, you're so fine, but also Miserloo. <laughs> And I want to prank him. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's one I watched earlier where Gordon was very annoyed that a man had a good sense of humor. Because Gordon would be like, this hotel is, like, not doing well. And the guy's like, you're telling me. I'm the one who looks at the books. <laughs> and then Gordon's like, the fuck? <laughs> That's not a response. Oh, my God. I saw this great response. The other day where it was this, it was like, he's talking to some like piece of shit server and they're like, uh, all the food is frozen. And she's like, yeah. Duh. <laughs> and then, yeah, duh. This place sucks. <laughs> this is the, this is the Antarctica cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our penguin meat is frozen. <laughs> we can't really get Let's it. try and find raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh frozen. <laughs> no, this girl's like, yeah, all of our food's frozen. And then he's like. What do you think these customers would say if they found out this was frozen food? And then she's like, I think they'd be very surprised at how good we are at cooking frozen food. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, got him. Gotcha. She's got the face of, yes. She's got the face of, here comes my spinoff. <laughs> Tatiana, the server. Tatiana, on True TV. <laughs> In between the first 18 episodes of Impractical Jokers and the last 18, Tatiana, the server, here I come. What will you be having? Lunch shift. That's her, gets, then she gets a daytime special. That's her bus ad. What will you be having? It's her cross-armed. She's holding a, like a tray up or something. Yeah. I would watch that reality show where people are just serving. <laughs> like live PD, but... <laughs> but... <just laughs> live PD, but some drunk server trying to remember a fucking daily special. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> some server... <laughs> It just cuts over all of a sudden to like a Fort Wayne and Outback, and you're like, what the hell's going on here? And then you're like, you see a guy bring some bread to a table, you're like, why'd they cut to this shot? And then you're like, oh my god, that's ranch, not butter. <laughs> that's gonna be so gross. <laughs> oh man, the table's not realized it yet. Oh. <laughs> I gotta stick around. This is awesome. <laughs> Gotta see what happens when they taste that ranch on that breadstick. <laughs> Wait, where now? Where's it going now? 
Oh my god, the hostess is drunk. <laughs> She's <laughs> this 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 Philly <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> She's, she's crouched underneath the host stand eating a Philly cheese. You, you see like a four-way shot where it's like four mini screens and it's just four different ch- fights at four different <laughs> Philly cheesesteak places. <laughs> Live server, man. Uh. No, dude. I watched this thing you're talking about people dropping stuff on the floor. Uh, it was like an Indian chef and he didn't, he didn't really speak English that well. And uh, he uh, dropped a, a chicken wing on the floor, and then he picked it up and threw it back in the fryer in front of Gordon, like yeah. directly in front of Gordon. Yeah, yeah. And then Gordon's like, excuse me, like, what the fuck? And then the guy goes, Gordon's like, did you just drop it on the floor? And the guy's like, yeah. <laughs> and then Gordon's like, what the fuck? And he goes, no, 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 it's okay. I put it in the fryer. Yeah, I put it back in the fryer. And then Gordon's like, what? And he's like, he, he like does the thing where he like pulls Gordon like to the side, and he's like, he kills the germs. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that true come on which that would be it is true but that would be great to watch like there's some deleted scene where gordon's like excuse me what are you doing and he's like oh i add butter to the uh buffalo sauce because it helps it like stay on the wings a little bit better and then gordon's like huh cool <laughs> go on <laughs> Go on, man. What else is going on over here? I, I love to learn. It's dope. <laughs> Just with a Hooters apron on. Like, really? Hey, man, there's this one where Gordon was he changed up the restaurant a little bit. And this guy thought he was cool. And then Gordon was like, we're going to put uh, fried wings on the thing. And the guy's like, I'm not frying chicken wings, man. Well, I, I might as well, unless we got people put on uh, orange shorts. And then it was like, it was under his, it was like kind of like, what the fuck was that? And then later, later Gordon's arguing with him. And then the guy's like, if we're going to cook chicken wings, I might as well just go work at Hooters and everyone wear orange shorts. <laughs> and then just like, to clarify. <laughs> exactly. He like workshopped it. <laughs> You're like, that line cook workshopped his, his comeback. Man, these hiccups are out of control. I just want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> did it pick up? <laughs> I don't know if it did. Nah, man. I might as well go put on uh, orange shorts. I might as well just go put on some orange shorts myself. <laughs> fucking go serve some chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> serve Hooters or something. That <laughs> is great. It's like you find out there's just like one server that he like thought was cute, and he's like. No, like maybe Sharon should pawn like one. Why isn't just one of them? Specifically Sharon. <laughs> I mean, I'm just picking a name out of a hat. What in if my only mind. Sharon served the chicken wings? <laughs> Alright, fine, I'll, I'll fry the chicken I'll wings. Stay on. <laughs> we can make some kind of compromise. <laughs> Sharon only serves chicken wings and she wears shorts. <laughs> and I stay and, and I'll make them. <laughs> and Bertha can <laughs> I'm gonna find a I'm gonna I wanna like adopt like a a. <laughs> this is about to sound insane. I think I want to adopt a hot baby. <laughs> but no, it would be a baby that I know would be hot. <laughs> oh my god. No, but you'd name him Bertha. 
<laughs> it's like a social experiment. I do think about that sometimes about giving my kid like an ugly name. Like if I had a child, it's good for character, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, they did the opposite thing when they named Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. You got Timothy Chalamet and Paul Giamatti are playing lovers. Fuck and then Zendaya sideways too. <laughs> she's working at the dang accounting office because this movie's gonna be such a hit. We need more people to put digits on the board. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great to imagine Hollywood gets so busy that in some capacity that people are like, "Yeah, I actually just make I I work on uh, computers doing CGI." Like Dak Shepard, he's a middle leg of the road actor. They're like, I can actually make more money doing that. I figured it out. I mean, I used to hang out. <laughs> I can get really good office jobs because everyone knows who I am now. <laughs> I got a great receptionist job. <laughs> so I'm the head of uh, parking operations, <laughs> which really just means I'm the one who hires like the the people who run like the booths and everything. And like, yeah, That's I just like- hang out up here. That's how Dax makes a living. Yeah. <laughs> One of those Hollywood elites. With his glorious parking job. Some guy who's like, I organized the coffee delivery to the Warner's lot. <laughs> you might know me better as uh, Thomas Hayden Church from Sideways. Or Sideways 2. Sideways 2. With Timothy Chalamet. That Norm interview where, uh, <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> Do you think that's ever happened as people are ever like? <laughs> I'll show you some pictures of my rant no, no. sometime. <laughs> no, it's, it's someone's literally like, I would love to have some uh, mountain Wyoming, Montana property. What's available? There's only one place. Hidden Valley Ranch. Well, I don't. I don't want to. Cha- oh, you can't change the name. It's like a geography thing. It's a landmark of sorts. It's like a. Oh fuck. Well. God damn it. I don't want to seem like a hack every time I tell someone what the name of my ranch is. I bought Paul Newman's ranch. <laughs> that must be some comics joke from like 1987. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I uh, I uh, just bought Paul Newman's ranch. I'm making a salad. Hey, <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's kind of what we assumed. <laughs> you look dirty. <laughs> you don't look like you have ranch. <laughs> you don't look like you have a Hollywood icon ranch. Coke on your ranch nose. Coke on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in front of a paper printout of a brick wall <laughs> that is over a brick wall. <laughs> Uh, you ever uh, meet any celebrities? <laughs> Dude, Lilith, chill out. I wanted to say I got the hiccups. She's bar. Maybe she has the hiccups. Maybe she gave you the hiccups. 
Were you guys making out? I was. <laughs> it's a lady dog. That is what I, I usually, I'll go to the bar and I'll just be like, give me a kiss. <laughs> give me a kiss. I'll sort of point to like my chin. <laughs> give me a kiss. <laughs> Come on, you know kisses? <laughs> Do you know kiss? Do you know a kiss? Do you know a kiss? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I got a pocket full of fun-sized Snickers. (laughs) Giving them out. We're over to the other side of the bar. Good girl. (laughs) Look at her go. Oh. Disgusting. Yeah. And then you get them on a leash. <laughs> uh, no man, dogs are a, a whole nother breed. It's true. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> no, there's some phrase I thought of earlier. Oh, what do you think of this? Because I was making a lot of goofs earlier, and I was I was saying, "Hey man, toss me back in the oven. I'm in rare form." Right. I'm proud of you. What does that mean, rare form? Uh, I don't know. Is it like a Pokemon thing? <laughs> yeah, it means my card is written in Japanese. <laughs> There's a misprint. Be like, that guy's in rare form. And I'll give you two dollars. <laughs> what? Here's how about this? Here's another phrase I was thinking. Talk to the hand. What do you think that's about? <laughs> Any theories as to what's going on there? <laughs> Over at Big Sass Head Office. <laughs> on the talk to the I'll hand. I'll admit I'm not bringing much, but it's got to be one of the most nonsensical questions. <laughs> <laughs> talk to the hand. What, what's going on? You don't know. Here's my theory. I think. Somebody one time was like, "I don't want to keep talking to this person." So I got a, ha- but I got a hand. No, they so they drew, they took two little markers, drew it on their hand, and then made the little like hand face, and then uh, they they just sort of walked up and like hit hid, <laughs> <laughs> like find there were the a tree. lot more bushes back then. Yeah, bushes. They were like in a bush. And they're like, "Hey, it's me." <laughs> And then they were like in the bush playing Game Boy. <laughs> They're listening, listening to a portable CD player. Listening, yeah, you know, '90s stuff. Cool. And then they were like, "Talk to the hand." Well, that's what that's how it got. For years, the rube worked. The rubes worked. And then eventually, people were like, Are you, "Is this your fucking hand?" Exactly. Is that your fucking? Wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> Am I talking to a hand? Did you mean... Wait. <laughs> what the... What is going on? And then eventually, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, go uh, go suck a fork or whatever the hell. You know? <laughs> gag me with a spoon. It's like, no one's going to gag you with a spoon. <laughs> but it's referencing a time when people did gag people with spoons. Yeah. 
all those valley girls were just like uh, into essence. They're just like, gag me with a spoon. <laughs> also, burn me in the arm with a burn me in the arm with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> He's like totally gag me with a spoon. <laughs> Put me in a cage. <laughs> valley girl. <laughs> Someone dressed like Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> God damn! This hiccup just makes it sound like a, we have an excited girl in the room. Hey, that's fine. You some twelve-year-old who's well, <laughs> fucking... not, that was not fine. <laughs> well, it is argued because in the Avengers they keep talking about that thing that happened in New York. Uh, but then it's like uh, in the future because the Marvel movies are huge. How many people saw the Marvel movies? Billions. 20, 20 million. How many people had a loved one die in 9-11? Like 10 million. Smaller number. <laughs> Way smaller. So history, thousands of years from now, people will be like, yeah, and then that thing happened in New York. And they'll be like, are you talking about... Endgame? Are you talking about <laughs> Avengers Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have Avengers Endgame. Right? No, the thing that happened in New York. I was like, based on a thing? No. He snapped. For a thing from a mo- movie. You know, We're talking about 9-11. That Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> or whatever, whoever's in that? Mark, well, somebody? Nicolas Cage isn't one of them. World Trade Center. World Trade. I watched that movie thinking it would be like a sequel to like Wall Street. Yeah. I thought and it was, now it's not just about Wall Street anymore. It's, it's world, about trade. world trade. That's what I thought. I was like, oh man, Gordon Gecko is going to be like talking to a Chinese guy. World trade. <laughs> Fucking world trade, man. World trade. Money never was, sleeps. Number I was real excited. Two. <laughs> I was so pumped going. I was like wearing a suit. <laughs> Big old suspicious briefcase. <laughs> And they, they do a lot of cocaine in the Wall Street movie, so I was covered in weird dust. I covered myself in dust. And then everyone was like, who the fuck is this guy in the in the World Trade movie? And I was like, hey, man, I'll buy and sell your ass. <laughs> My dad used to work for a really good finance company. I earned this. <laughs> in the center of Manhattan. I earned this. <laughs> That's the Easter egg is that my character. His <laughs> <laughs> father. <laughs> he, sh- he should know better. He should know better. Where was the world? Is that in Manhattan? No, it's, it's in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Queens. <laughs> I actually have no idea, but I feel, I feel like Manhattan's the right answer. It's where Nas grew up. <laughs> How long before we have like post-apocalyptic like skyscraper projects? I don't know, man. You stockpiling yet? How much water you got? Uh, I got you about. Purify- <laughs> I got about twelve uh, half cans of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking, Dan, that's not realistic. They're all gonna go flat. No, they're half-size cans. Half-sized for pleasure. So I've got 
six cans. Six cans. <laughs> but it'll last longer. It'll, you you got to think about the mathematics. Hell yeah. Do you think people when they're doing their bunker are like, hmm, sure, I like strawberry ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> but what about after I see all that bloodshed? They're calling up their dad. Be like, did you? How did your taste change as you aged? Because <laughs> banana pudding has—it's got a great sale. <laughs> doesn't seem appealing now. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, this is too many pierogies. <laughs> it seems like a lot. It's a bulk sale. <laughs> <laughs> but they're pretty shelf stable. It's just potatoes. Yeah. Apparently, that's the thing people are doing now. This Christmas is a <laughs> this Christmas. This Christmas pierogies. <laughs> America is cutting back. Tradition pierogies. We're all eating pierogies. <laughs> We're all doing it. No, what's going on this Christmas? Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I use a, I eat really healthy and I'm new agey, so I use a." I use ghee butter. Yeah. And I'm like, you mean like a bunch of butter and onions to put on the pierogies? <laughs> That's what I'm using, man. Ghee That's butter. What I'm using. <laughs> that sweet pierogi butter, my ghee butter. <laughs> Got some uh. caramelized onions, butter. <laughs> it's, take the pierogi off the boil. Throw it on the flat top. Yeah, there you go. And throw it in the butter and onion bath. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. I throw it on the flat top, which is just some kid I have. Who's got a good <laughs> yeah, fucking, just throw it at him. <laughs> he had a kid and play type hair. He's supposed to catch him. <laughs> I have a hot plate resting on his dome. <laughs> no, you got your ghee butter. No, for this Christmas, I heard people are buying up all of the toys, and then they're trying to like flip toys. Yeah. Which it's like, yeah, how much do you think I give for that, Mister Potato? <laughs> yeah, no, and it's like, is there a toy? You can't just buy all the toys. Can't you just? How, why do kid? Do kids care about? I can't imagine a kid caring about a toy. No, it's all it's all on the internet. It's all on the web. Just jack yeah. them in. It's time we all made a decision Get him into the metaverse I googled how to jack my kid (laughs) How do I jack my How do I jack my child In In. (laughs) Now you gotta be careful with the matrix Because those movies are coming back Yeah And everybody knows when those movies come back Trench coats School shooting (laughs) jokes get less funny There hasn't been a school, like a big mainstream uh, thing in a while, has there, Brad? This is a dark episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just this moment. I don't think it was that bad before. Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) Well, Gordon Ramsay's a convicted serial killer now. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in lighthearted bits? He got busted murdering (laughs) Prince Andrew. And he kept making note. He said, I don't even care about the Epstein stuff. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> this is completely different. Unrelated. Personal beef. If anything, I like doing this because it means no one will ever be able to know the truth about that. <laughs> uh, 
Nah, man. But, um... Now, what was the thing that was dark? <laughs> I can't even remember. Nine, uh, something, uh... What's a hacky dark premise? <laughs> something about that. No, man. Uh, people going to jail? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to think now. <laughs> no. I saw a homeless guy earlier, a houseless person. Sorry, houseless person. What is the appropriate term? I think it's houseless. Okay. These days. I saw a houseless person uh, with no pants on jacking off. <laughs> And it was great because he, and it was, I was downtown on like Broadway and uh, Brook, I think, or something. So it was like a heavily congested area. And then he's going nuts he's on nuts. the corner. <laughs> and he said, yeah. big old smile. He was loving life. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like trying to turn and this guy like blocks me and then we're all at a red thing. And it was one of those moments where it was like, I guess it is good that out of all the cars, I'm the one stuck here. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, like I've got a lead pipe in my car. I'm not not like a lady. I can easily roll my window up to block, like, come or whatever. And, you know, you're probably, well, I don't know how patient you would be in that situation. Uh, patient for the red light? <laughs> the guy to get out of the way. Oh, no. He was just on the side. Oh, he was just on the side. No, it was oh, just okay. regular traffic was blocking me. But it was one of those things oh. where it was like, oh, I'm, I guess I'm stuck here next to this guy for a while. Uh, and then the next intersection, there's just like a regular house, a houseless person not currently jacking off with this. My favorite part was his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at the end of the day, it's just a grown man with his ass out. Yeah. In public wearing a shirt. Yeah. And you don't, you don't often see a Winnie the Pooh. No, you don't. With like a full beard. It's not a it's not a public look. <laughs> yeah, you aren't often like that. Could be my dad's buddy, <laughs> but he's got his fucking ass out yeah, I would, I under his polo. It's a different angle than usual. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. But the next guy I went to, he had some apples. Or he didn't have apples. I had apples. He said, "You have any thing?" And I was like, "You want some apples? I got a few apples." And then he went, "Oh, thank you, man." And I went. Do you want three? I said, so I have three. Is that like too many? He's like, no, I said, I'll take them. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, you guys like giving people or whatever. <laughs> and his mom wanted to be like, go give an apple to that guy, man. He needs some protein. <laughs> Will you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> Will you be the middleman <laughs> between me and this masturbating man? Sometimes that'll happen. I'll be like going to like a venue and I'll have like a little bit of food or whatever. And then I'll pass, like, a homeless person. I'll be like, do you, do you want, like, this food? And I'll be like, oh, no, I'm good. And then I'll be like, do you, do you, you probably know someone who would, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, haggle. Come on. Like, Take you, this. You probably have a better hookup than me. <laughs> I don't know my way around Morgantown. <laughs> I'm on my way somewhere. Some vegan place gave me a free sandwich that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Trying to convert it into heaven points. <laughs> Come on, you dumb bitch. Are you not going to fucking... You fucking... <laughs> you're not going to help me go to heaven? <laughs> <laughs> fucking selfish bitch. Selfish bitch. Keep, keep trying to get me to hell. Take the fucking sandwich. Um, I was getting... I can't remember if I said this in the last one, but I was getting uh, cigarettes at uh, Five Brothers. Hell yeah. And they were... Uh, what kind? 
the cool kind, man. Dude, camel, <laughs> kind. camel uh, nines. Um, and uh, <laughs> they were. I call them camel nine crushes. They were kicking this guy. They out. aren't crushes, but uh, I tend to find myself having a particular I'm, feeling I'm, towards I'm, the ladies that smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, the mayor of Cleveland is like a young dude, like a guy I know. Mm. Uh, I was in Kansas City the other day, and I was I was doing I was doing a transition. So you know the the way a pro comedian would do transitions is uh, you just bring up the topic and then go, "What do you guys think of that?" <laughs> so I was doing that. <laughs> no, I I was like, everybody hates polit politics or whatever the fuck, and then no one's like reacting, and I was like, oh, I guess you all just like love politicians. I forgot everyone in town's friends with the mayor, and then everyone starts laughing, and then I just kept like doing that type of thing. I was like, yeah, I forgot like the fucking. The judge sells everyone weed, and everyone's laughing. And then afterwards, people are like, how'd you know that thing about the mayor? <laughs> and I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, we just got a cool mayor. He's like, everybody's buddy. We all know. And like, multiple people are walking up there like, I am I told, I texted the mayor that you said the thing. <laughs> and then I was sitting there, and I'm like, a, a kid I know from Cleveland happened to be in, in Kansas City. So then afterwards, he and I were getting, like, uh, drinks at a bar, and I'm, like, telling him about that. And then I'm, like, yeah, the fuck? It's, like, weird. Like, what the, what the hell kind of city gets a cool mayor? And then he's, like, well, Cleveland just elected that guy who's, like, 35. And then I'm, like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized that I myself know a, know a mayor. Know the cool mayor. Cleveland is a cool mayor. <laughs> and I know him. We went to my high school. We led the same dumb debating society. Congratulations. Junior state congratulations. That happened years ago. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> and then you're you're making money going so you to school. Sort of, you're an amateur money launderer. You're just pulling out cash from the ATM <laughs> of life. And then all of a sudden, poof. You don't owe any of it. You don't owe any of it. <laughs> you, fight club. You don't owe any none of it. Uh, all of a sudden, you're fight clubbing. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're fucking hitting golf balls out of a factory or whatever the hell. Hanging out with meatloaf. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know meatloaf. That is a fun movie. Imagine someone like describing fight club and just being like... You know meatloaf? It's a movie where like, meatloaf has tits. <laughs> Meatloaf. Have you seen it? There's like two guys. It's two guys. And meatloaf, meatloaf has tits. Meatloaf has tits. <laughs> and they all want you to like know who he is. The whole movie's green. <laughs> Everything's really green. <laughs> it's called Punch Drunk Love. Hey, they should call that movie Punch Drunk Love. And then they could have called Punch Drunk Love Fight Club, which wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> But <laughs> but it would have been cool. It, would, it was a thing that they could have done. It could have happened. <laughs> Listen, it's possible. Not, not every fucking... There's a reason it's Marvel What If and not Marvel The Thing They Did. <laughs> uh. You know what I saw a photo of today? You think these people would ever interact? Well, I guess now you know because I'm the one that's said it up. <laughs>
I saw I saw a picture of these two people together. Just give me your honest opinion if you think they'd ever hang out together. <laughs> Keenan Thompson and Chris Farley. No, I buy that. I guess Chris Farley did something on all that. Yeah, that's that. He gave back to the youth. Gave back to the youth. Gave that's back beautiful. To the elderly. Yeah. Gave back to the youth. That'd be great. It's like you get, there's gave like gave back to everyone but himself. Oh yeah, Steve Martin and Kel did a sketch. <laughs> Martin Shorten and Amanda Bynes. Mary Beth Danberger and Jonathan Winters. Did a fucking, like, they pretended to be fishing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mort Saul with TLC. Fucking <laughs> TLC don't want no scrubs. They should use that song for like, uh, like a a thing for where like season nine of Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> CBS comes out at like friggin' Comic Con or whatever the hell, and they're like, "Who's ready? Who's ready for our fall lineup?" <laughs> it's playing no Scrubs. <laughs> like we fucking canceled it. <laughs> Hope you're all ready for community. <laughs> a show by someone no one's heard of, starring no one any of you heard of. Except for Ch- Wait, oh of wait, soup? Chevy Chase is in it. <laughs> you ever heard of both the soup and Chevy Chase? <laughs> and they're both draws for you. For fans of uh Chevy Chase and also uh yeah, there really is no one else on that. <laughs> D- and diversity. Diversity. <laughs> you ready for Chevy Chase and youth? <laughs> nah, man, what a show. They got to bring that show back. Yeah, man. Scrubs. <laughs> season 10. 12 seasons the fuck is, and a the the theme park. Donald Faison up to these days? Dude, imagine. I bet that. Lilith. I, at this point, I bet JD probably has like. Be more of a J don't. <laughs> How about your J don't? <laughs> but he's saying it through like a voice box because Dr. Cox is like. <laughs> fucking, he's like had a horrible train accident. How about you, J, J don't, 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 boy? <laughs> Yeah. You look more like the Michelin man. <laughs> Michelin Star Hospital. More no like, way. More like the Michelin more. man. I don't care. Coming up next on on Kitchen Nightmare. On Donald. <laughs> Dr. Kelso, you've got to, <laughs> you've got to pay your surgeons more, mate. <laughs> your surgeon and your doctors are living together. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> this week on the crossover hospital nightmares, <laughs> we crossed over a fictional show or with a reality, reality show. show. And Gordon Ramsay is going to show how sacred art. Should really be right. We've gotten rid of the the dead dog stuffed th- bit. 
<laughs> Terrible. We, we brought in a new dog. <laughs> Living. <laughs> to breathe some air and everything. You can hump Elliot's leg or something. I don't know. You're the writers. <laughs> I'm just here to turn the lights up a little bit. Where are the writers, by the way? They swap shows. They're at your show coming up with funny menu item names. <laughs> pork swap. Yeah, because it's a pork chop, but it's plated the way the steak is plated. Pork swap. Pork swap. And then also like wife swap. Wife swap, too. Like a TV We're show. We're cross-promoting this with that. We got a lot going on here. We're doing fucking... You have no idea how many fucking dishes I've had to make up that make any sense at all with any of this. I'm actually not one of the writers for Scrubs. I'm actually one of the people from Wife Swap. <laughs> but I've been traded within the trade. If someone's talking about the next round in the draft. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah. Larry King is just here. We're saying, are you part of this? And he goes, I'm part of it all. <laughs> so he's talking about his friends in Mexico. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Carlos Thin. <laughs> he bought apples at, I think, $12 a bushel or something. <laughs> oh. No, man. Let's wrap it up. All right. What do we got here? War and Peace. Two. They made a sequel? I mean, you should see how the first one ends. I've never seen that. So books, they, they print them like that? Like a one and two? If it's giant like that and they want to put them in cheap paper. If it's bags, big yeah. like one. So I guess somewhere out there there's a, a Van Morrison is a wizard <laughs> one and Van Morrison is a wizard two. <laughs> no, he got, he floated up into his, in his bed. Yeah, I mean, I did that too. And at one point, did you really? Oh yeah, we all did. Have you really? Because <laughs> there was, I remember reading it at an Applebee's while waiting for <laughs> some friends to show up into my life. I hacked into, <laughs> I hacked into their uh, ordering tablet and I was reading about magic. <laughs> no, this was way before you could do stuff like that. Ordering from tables. <laughs> or reading books online. <laughs> the future back imagine in the old days it's like i read a book online it's like your what your friend type it and email it to you <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you what do you mean you fucking read a book online i read a book online you read a book about what a loser you are you read a book on short <laughs> how much how confusing is that in britain because they say like instead of being like waiting in line they say online yeah so how confusing is that when they're like I'm doing some shopping online, but it's just a guy going through the line being like, peanuts. I'm shopping online for inline skates, online, (laughs) inline. (laughs) I'm online, online for inline skates, (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty in line with my online personality. <laughs> now you're just like, oh, I'm doing online shopping. But yeah. but it's just you talking to the guy next to you in line being like, Can I buy that fucking scarf? I like your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Those prescription? No? Just sunglasses? You got busted having online sex. <laughs> He was at the checkout at Kroger. <laughs> Fucking blowing a guy. <laughs> Fucking... 
I'm trying to suck off the cart boy from the back cart. Kevin. Your wife's like catching her ears. Like, I know I should have deleted my cookies. That's a what? Huh? <laughs> the fuck? I knew the cookies would be my downfall. I knew the cookies. Would, I should have bought more cookies. That'd <laughs> be got great rid to get like kick, have like the reputation in like a writer's room as like, yeah, he'll just keep loudly saying things and trying to like make some sort of connect. He'll just be like, um, uh, cook, cook, uh, something with cookies. the online, I don't know, online cookies, and then they're at a grocery store, so there's real cookies, <laughs> there's real cookies, and there's something there, spam. Maybe they got spam on a cookie. Yeah, and that's gross. Searching the world wide web. Yeah. <laughs> that could be like a how-to with John Wilson moment as he's like, when you're waiting online, and then he shows a line, yeah. and then he's like, sometimes you want to look at the web, and then he in the corner maybe there's like a spider web. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna submit a writing moments. packet for okay, that moments. show. <laughs> Like, hey, maybe you catch, like, a squirrel taking, like, a cracker away from something. <laughs> and then you're like, but sometimes you're nuts for sometimes something nuts else. For, uh, some, for another thing. Yeah. Have you ever thought about being nuts for <laughs> <laughs> parking? Maybe maybe you could say, um, be like, have somebody, like, propose to somebody. And then you go, hot dog. And then the camera pans and it's like a hot dog stand. It's great. Somebody hire this guy. <laughs> and between that and the talk to the hand thing. Can you? That would be great to like become a New Yorker column or like a New York Times columnist. Yeah. And, uh, that would be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> make, like, Dude, you'd make like a million thousand a year and then you can have other jobs too. It's like fucking great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, no, you just, but your whole thing is like, uh, Oh, I do bad comedy. <laughs> It'll be like the Barowitz report, but I'm uh, I'm gonna do it bad. He does satire. <laughs> Mine will be bad comedy. Mine's bad. Yeah, like people will read it and then be like, "This sucks." It'll <laughs> be like a thing. That's what the people like. I mean, I would. I'm just people gonna. People don't want to be happy anymore. I want to hire some like 22 year old Adderall addict to like do like be my manager for that endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> people don't want entertainment anymore. It's not what they want. People want truth. <laughs> And true? what is more true than an than, unedited, <laughs> last-minute written <laughs> observational piece where anything of quality will be omitted so it can be used elsewhere? <laughs> uh, no, that would be great. Why do we drive on driveways? Or the opposite. But. By Dan Alton. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, the opposite. Why do you drive in the driveway, but you uh, get high on the highway? They both make sense. Why does everything make so much sense everything in this world? Sense. <laughs> it's like a fucking Hard Times uh, Onion-esque headline. Observational comedy comedian retires after... 
she finally understands it all. Imagine being Jerry Seinfeld and like and being like such a yeah. It turns out there's a reason for everything. I figured it out. There's an explanation for know. everything. I'm not telling any of you. It's all, it all makes sense. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to keep entertaining you for so long. You should have enjoyed my children's lives. <laughs> no one ever answered any of my questions. <laughs> I don't know one ever will. <laughs> Why do they call it a driveway? <laughs> I'm doing this interview while parasailing. I got the wind survey. I can't get further away from the mic. <laughs> uh, nah, man. What about that for like a cool like uh, Howard Stern bit, like a parasail uh, karaoke? Parasail karaoke. <laughs> It is a shame that... Let's roll back the clock to the, uh, 1997 and get that one. Yeah. <laughs> Howard Stern live in Hawaii or something. It's a shame that know. the Howard Stern arc and the whole like late night host just having people play games didn't interact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're here promoting Scream 3. <laughs> Let's get you on the thing. Let's get you All right, there. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Start singing. <laughs> Eric Andre should just like. Do you think he just commits crimes all the time and then it's just like, it's for the show! And then drops the <laughs> gallon of milk he was stealing and runs away. It's for the show. <laughs> Hannibal, please drive the getaway car. <laughs> it will make him work. <laughs> Come on. Just hold this GoPro and drive. <laughs> Eric Andre and Hannibal Burris are just robbing all of Hannibal Burris's tenants. <laughs> it was like a pharma complex. <laughs> Eric Andre is just running through like all the apartments like, Wah! <laughs> just taking everyone's credit cards. <laughs> You're like, I love living here. This is great. I love this building. <laughs> six months later, they're all evicted. <laughs> hey, six months is plenty of time. Six months is plenty of time to rob someone blind. Six months is enough time to... Uh, that is wild. You'll read about like, people who scam shit, and then it, they'll be like, yeah, for 10 years, no one knew what they did. And then he scammed like $5 million from a thing, and then no one knew what he did for like a long time. It's like, that must be wild. The like, all right, it's been 10 years. I've made nothing. I'm really hoping this thing where I pretend to be a veterans association, but really I'm just a guy with a P.O. box. I'm, I'm really hoping this pays off. That's, that's got to be awesome. Uh, to be a criminal. <laughs> It's just so funny because it's like the amount of success. It's like, hey, you were more successful than that than the, probably the actual Veterans Association. <laughs> it just worked for the fucking Veterans Association. <laughs> no, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, hey, everybody, I, uh, uh, I, I, I do a dog. Is your dog part of the union? 
You got a union dog? <laughs> Is your dog part of the union? That fucking thing union? <laughs> <laughs> you should go to the dog park and just accuse people's dogs. Of being, just... just accuse dogs of being scabs. Because <laughs> that always pop up. You'll see comedians on like Facebook will be like, there should be a comedian's union. Well, like, then. Stuff like that will be like, oh, with like the Me Too stuff or like shitty bookers or like uh, money stuff. People are like, there should be like a comedian's union. And then I should just start one and then abuse the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this becomes some fucking Tammany Hall style. Megalomaniac <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> 50 bucks a month dues. <laughs> I'm just living in a fucking mansion. <laughs> I haven't told a joke in years. <laughs> Big fucking cigar. You buy out the building from our old landlord. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can't afford to fix the ceiling. I'll take it off your hands. AOC's coming to me and she's like, I need someone to write a zinger for Ben Shapiro. And I'm like, we'll think about it. I'll consider it. <laughs> When's she going to do Rogan? That would be I I I think that it's probably illegal, but I do think it would be awesome if people were just straight up like, <laughs> I will freaking just give you money, <laughs> if you vote for me. <laughs> yeah, I think someone should just yeah, not even that, just like flat out bid maybe against uh, the whole country. Oh, I see. If I'm president, then I, I listen. I already got the. <laughs> that was my Trump Corona plan that he didn't listen for. Yeah. Instead, he just kept telling me to make memes. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, my Trump Corona plan was he should have gotten all his billionaire like friends yeah. and all this, all these like alleged connection stuff, and just gotten them all to outside of the U.S. government fund uh, stimulus stuff for people. Yeah, just get like that fucking head of Arby's and fucking some guy who owns a paint shop in Maryland or whatever. I think, I think all those billionaires probably uh, need to unionize and figure out a way. Just become the next president of the United States. Elect a figurehead. Yeah. And have Jeff Bezos run as. Uh, you think there's like a billionaire leader of the billionaire union? I think there's like a billionaire political cert, like a. Probably. Uh, like a D- no, like a DSA type thing for billionaires, where they're all pretending like they're. Wa- no, I totally fund shadowy. Uh, I'm. D- yeah, no, I'm absolutely not just trying to get laid. That, yeah. Oh, you still have money in Liberia? Hmm. No. Huh. No, I don't even mean that. I mean they're like corrupt, like some guy who's hanging out with, like Peter Thiel. Oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, I fund uh, evil. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Some guy's like, yeah, I fund anti-climate change research. <laughs> and then you're just like, man, I just I just like being rich. I, I love it. I just go see Sammy Hagar live a lot. <laughs> on a jet. I didn't do shit for this money. <laughs> I, I fucking... The right out here is all like, oh, we got to fucking fund uh, neoconservative YouTube pages or whatever the hell. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I should buy a goddamn Pepsi machine in my, in my garage. I'm cool. gonna get a Pepsi machine. I'm gonna put beer in it. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> I was thinking about that. We should. I will end after this second. I was thinking about what do you think of this for a uh, a superhero movie or comic book or a sure. uh, novel? Sure. Are there any superhero novels? <laughs> like not in comic, just a book? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, kind of. Not really. I've, oh, of course, Dostoevsky's the man from the, the man, water. The man <laughs> is an Aquaman. The man of uh, steel. The man of aquaticness. <laughs> no, you got like the Bat uh, Man. <laughs> is a world where like superheroes are real and stuff. No, no. If only. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Uh, but then it's like you got some guys, so they're like. Uh, you know what I mean? They're like, whatever. So some guy's in some small town, like Georgia. You know, Georgia, Bama, Carolina. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll stop crime and stuff, whatever, around here. And then someone, like, inspires. Someone gives a speech or his mom says a thing. <laughs> where she's like, you've just about stopped all the crime around here. There's People need real help out there. Oh, maybe that. Maybe, like, a, ch- a childhood friend of his moves to the big city. Yeah. And then they get, like, brutally uh, murdered. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that. And then he's like, oh, I guess I should move to the big city where I can be more useful. I got a calling or whatever. And then he moves to New York City. And then the movie is a fish out of water, <laughs> like southern small town guy in the big city, but also he's a superhero. Yeah, yeah sure. He's trying to make it. Yeah. Gets roped into flying for superheroes. <laughs> he's flying, exactly. <laughs> he's investigating, like, Kevin Hart for some reason. And then some comics, like, yeah, Kevin Hart's going to be at this show tonight. Where? He's popping in. Where? I must be there. <laughs> he's pulling people out of taxi cabs, and he's like, this stranger tried to jump into your car. <laughs> How dare you steal that businessman's sperm? <laughs> Beating up a prostitute. <laughs> I don't know what crimes you'd be confused. This is the writing stage. <laughs> Email us. <laughs> and the Patreons, they're going to get full episodes. Email us. Of whatever. That whatever would be thing. great if we uh, were at the end of every episode, we just do 15 minutes of like a radio play. Not even like putting a lot of effort in, but just like, this is, this, this is what happens in the story this week. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck, I got tuned in. <laughs> Who the hell is Aunt Martha? Aunt Martha? <laughs> she walked in the door and then they said... There's a great creaky But noise. that'll come next week. <laughs> now he's fish out of water, you know what I mean? Yeah, drowning, dead. How could a billionaire be bad? <laughs> he's got a billion. He's got a billion. That, oh my God. <laughs> he meets a young, like, blue-haired fucking, like... <laughs> Tattooed, like, you know, like coffee shop worker. Yeah. And they're teaching him what's up. She's got, like, a tip jar out that has, like, some snarky thing about Jeff Bezos on it. Yeah. And he goes to tip, and he's like, well, what's this mean? What's this mean? Bezos? Bezos. What's wrong with him? Oh, that's it. The guy, someone disappears out in an alley, and they're like, he's like, rats. And then someone goes, that guy works for Amazon. And then he goes... Well, get me a plane to Africa then. <laughs> he thinks that's what Amazon is. And then, and then the, like, the person with blue hair, like a leather jacket or whatever. It's just yelling at him for the whole flight. They're like, they're like, no, he works at Amazon. And then he's like, how'd you know that? <laughs> he's Australian. <laughs> he's, 
I'm from the south. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the girl's like, uh, she's like, uh, no, he works at Amazon. It's like a company on the internet. <laughs> and then he's like, you and I should team up. <laughs> You got the smarts. We got a lot to teach each other. You got the smarts. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) You know all about the Amazon. You know about stuff up here that I don't know about. I don't know nothing about nothing. I I just know how to fly. All I can do. I know how to fly. And my eyes get real hot. <laughs> I can melt with my eyes. I got hot eyes. Hot eyes and I can fly. That's all I got. I don't know nothing about no uh, slice of pizza. What pizza the, slice? What the hell? Pizza slice of what? <laughs> pizza slice. How are you going to have a piece of a slice? Piece of a slice of what? <laughs> what in the world he's just in Albany I thought this was a New York city (laughs) where's the city where's the where's the big apple and then it shows him in New York city and then he's still like where's the big apple where's the biggest apple (laughs) where's the big apple where's the state fair (laughs) (laughs) from the apple orchards to the big apple (laughs) <laughs> I'm looking for Crom. <laughs> Show me Crom. You know the real criminals are Wall Street. These men are all in suits. They look good. Where's the crime? <laughs> <laughs> These boys look like they already done been proven innocent. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes all the way to the top. I've got it. He just flies up to the top of the Empire State Building. They got away. (laughs) Darn. There's no one up here. (laughs) I flew. I flew. I flew straight through the building. (laughs) I went straight up. Yeah. It must be about three football fields wide. And the New York girl's like, what? And he's like, sorry, subway trains. Oh. And then they get it. <laughs> and then she drinks her smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls into like an open sewer grate. <laughs> Flies out. Whoa. Y'all got milkshakes? And then he spits it out and she goes, it's wheatgrass. <laughs> and then he goes, y'all got milkshakes for humans? <laughs> This sounds like it's for a cow. I don't want no cow. <laughs> I'm not trying to have a cow milkshake. I'm not trying to have a cow over here. Have a cow, man. But this seems more like it's for a cow. <laughs> we just got the Simpsons. We've had it for years, but collectively as a culture, we just, we got, just into got it. it. <laughs> we just finally clicked it. We finally realized we aren't going to hell for watching it. <laughs> Religions <laughs> shifted a little bit towards. Our I've seen a Bart T-shirt that said "Have a cow, man." Unlike them Hindus, <laughs> they won't be having a cow. No, God wants us to eat cows. 
That's why they look. He was like, snack it up. (laughs) (laughs) Snack it up, snack it in. (laughs) (laughs) You all know God. He he popped out from heaven. He was like, snack it up, snack it in. Let me begin. I came to win. (laughs) Uh, Do you think it was common knowledge that Young Dolph's uh, full name was Adolf? No, that was wild. (laughs) It's a rapper named Young Dolph, R.I.P. His name was Adolf. Yeah. Last name? Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was his last... I think his first name was Adolf, and his last name was... <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird having to say that. It's so weird having to be like, is Adolf... Uh, Adolf something or other? <laughs> and have to mean it. <laughs> Tonight on 11 o'clock news, Adolf has died, but people are sad. <laughs> This time, well, this time it's a bummer. This time it's a sad. Adolf. This time it's sad for everybody. <laughs> I meant the opposite. This time it's not sad for for everybody. This time it's happy for everybody. Just well, neither ones. I don't know. Wait, I meant the opposite. I meant the opposite. <laughs> I meant, uh, he is on stage at open mic. <laughs> if anything doesn't get a laugh, I, I meant, meant the I, opposite. I meant the opposite. Okay, I, I meant the opposite. I meant the opposite. I meant the opposite. Nah, that wasn't my joke. Everybody, different <laughs> different thing. It would be great if you just started, if a joke bombed and you just admitted to stealing it. You're I like, stole Man, that. I stole that from Daniel Tosh. Well, that's what Bob Hope used to do. I watched that. Did he really? He, well, not used to do, but he was, that was one of his gags when he'd be like, ah, these writers or whatever the hell. Nah. Or he would like pull out a card and stare at it again <laughs> as if, like, can I read this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny to imagine Bob Hope revving up. Just making fun of someone who is bad at comedy. (laughs) But that guy just got wrote out of history. Bob Hope's the whole thing was like, I'm I'm like bad at comedy. It's like when Bob Hope's opener is just up there legitimately like sweating and fucking up jokes. And like, oh, sorry, I read this joke wrong. Oh my god, this sucks. And Bobo just goes out makes fun of that guy. Eh, yeah, sucks. I read a joke wrong. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. Everyone's laughing. Everybody's just laughing. Just imagine that, folks. Everybody's laughing. Yeah. No, I uh I wrote a joke. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, th- I thought if I bluffed, I could fucking one would pop into my brain. <laughs> what is a joke? <laughs> what's a what's a classic joke type joke? <laughs> could be something about like <laughs> <It's a> joke. <laughs> could be something about <laughs> yeah, any jokes. Oh wait, we never did do this. No, you have a joke book. No, it's not a joke book. Well, it's the Bible. It's definitely not a joke book. No, I bought it. uh, I bought it when I was in Detroit that one time, but it's it's too long to read on the Did you go to that bank? I don't know if I saw that bank. Does it just look crazy? Yeah. Yeah, It's a cool building. Inside. Yeah. I didn't go inside. No, then that's where it all is. (laughs) There's stuff on the outside, too. Yeah, maybe. There's shit. It looks yeah, weird. Yeah, like an, what, an ATM? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it was the bank. I don't know. What you, you always you just kept saying the bank. Uh, it's like a bank now. 
<laughs> you gotta go to the bank. Uh, but when I was there, some guy was uh, uh, driving a bird scooter in like the bike lane, no, and yeah. some uh, some dude was standing on the side of the street with like a drink in his hand. And as the dude was coming by, he just took the drink and just threw it in the guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, it was like downtown, like super busy. Like the guy couldn't yeah. be like like deal with that at all. Yeah, <laughs> <So he just laughs> Detroit style. I love it. I think I. <laughs> what was the drink you think? Hot coffee. <laughs> it, was, it was boiling water. He is real mad at that guy. It was hydrochloric acid. <laughs> Melted that guy. It was a face different off. guy, also named Adolf. <laughs> it was a different Adolf. <laughs> but yeah, this guy wrote a book that's. Uh, it's just a guy who thought he was funny in like the 1800s, and he's like, oh, "You can say these at uh, dinner parties if you want." <laughs> it's funny stuff I said. What are what are some of them? <laughs> They're all kind of long. Oh man, yeah, I had this thing. book that was funny things the president said, and it was all like four paragraphs to get to like a line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's very like... frustrating. <laughs> I guess the whole idea is to just uh, to understand like... this witty line Abe Lincoln said. You have to know that Virginia was not a state yet at the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, he didn't just say, like, kombucha, hold the bucha, or something he couldn't. Uh, I met an ornithologist just before dinner, and as the conversation lagged, I sought to beguile him by talking about his hobby. That's the kind of shit you're getting. <laughs> I met an ornithologist, and I wanted to beguile him. That's great. How'd he do it? What does beguile mean? Like, uh, I don't know, like charm him? Charm him. Yeah, so you're asking about birds. Yeah. Why is that a joke? No, that wasn't the end of it. I'm just... Oh. They're all, really, they're all way too long. I thought that was a joke. I just mean it's like sentences and sentences of that where it's just like, I was... I even kind of accepted that as a joke. Because <laughs> I was like, in my Did mind... Did you think Beguile was like a bird or something? Well, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm not a fool. I, uh, in my mind, he was like, oh, I wanted to amuse an ornithologist, so I asked him about birds. Because that fucking never happens. <laughs> ornithologists are fucking nerds. <laughs> they probably never get it. Wait, ornithologists are bird people, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, but like, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, oh, you want to know how uh, to make an insurance salesman happy? Tell them they don't fucking suck. Tell them fuck. I bought a new radio license today. Although I don't suppose I use my radio more than twenty times a year. Having no, having full use of my vision and being able to read advertisements for coffee and soap and the newspapers at my leisure. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's hilarious. That's good, Imagine man. If you were at a dinner party and this guy starts talking. That guy's great. That'd be like now that joke would be like, uh, <laughs> if I want, I don't watch TV. If I wanted pop up ads, I'd have my the neighborhood. I'd have the paper boy have the throw paper the boy. supplements at my face. <laughs> these days, these days, <laughs> the neighborhood paper boy just. <laughs> Hit me as hard as he possibly could in the face. We're not talking about headline news. I'm talking about the paper boy smacking me with the paper on my on my forehead. It leaves a mark. A head 
Line. <laughs> uh, this what was this guy's name? Uh, Argus Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Gomer Pyle. Artemis Pyle. Artemis Ward. Uh, Does his name Samuel, Artemis at all? Samuel Marchbanks. Samuel Marchbanks. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> like Samuel marching to the bank full of ones because he sold a lot of merch at the dinner party. Anyways, I'm selling my leftovers after the show. Anyways, who wants... still hungry. Who wants a bumper sticker that says, Stage Coach is the Rage Coach. Uh, uh. Oh, this is a short one that is uh, I read that is I've already read this very strange. Uh, on my way on my way here this evening, I saw a girl sitting on the stoop of a house with a sign hanging over her head saying "Live Bait." They didn't catch me with that bait though. Not pretty enough. <laughs> and this is this guy's idea is like just say this shit at parties. It was fun. It's funny. Just say you saw an ugly girl. <laughs> And you could have fucked her if you really wanted to. Because <laughs> she was a prostitute. <laughs> but she just wasn't pretty enough. That was your main problem. If she'd been a pretty whore, you would have been late to the party. <laughs> some, some clueless guy at like a 1920s fancy dinner. Uh, uh, I actually have a story. <laughs> I one time saw... <laughs> An ugly girl <laughs> under a sign that said, We have worms. Wait, hold on. Where's my bowl? Hold on. Hold on a second. Where's <laughs> my copy of Marchbanks? Fucking <laughs> 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 dude, they should have called this guy Year Round Banks. This is a man of all seasons. <laughs> I feel like this guy probably invented the throwing the clock out the window to see time flies joke, <laughs> but it's probably like a full page and a half. And then he retorted, well, why have you thrown your grandfather's <laughs> pocket watch out of the stairwell window? <laughs> Oh, oh! He's got a whole thing about greeting cards. This guy Hell is yeah. just a regular fucking. <laughs> I would love Kevin to, Smith I would love or to, Kevin uh, James. I would love to find a. <laughs> that's a cartoon. Yeah, that one's a cartoon. <laughs> it's a sketch of greeting cards. Um, I would love to like break all this down into plain English and like Da Vinci code it into realizing that Seinfeld read this book and yeah, that'd be great. 1963 and has just been translating it. It's all in there, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> My four friends and I decided that none of us shall masturbate for a week. For a whole week. <laughs> until, until my friend Beatrice saw Abe Lincoln's son. One of these uh, little columns of his is called Of Weeda Culture. Hey. Hey, man. <laughs> what are those bits like? This has been a great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> just stone thoughts. 
This is my stone. This is for when you're doing a dinner party in an opium den. Yeah, man, the weed of culture. <laughs> this, this has been a great day for me. This morning, the judges from the Horticultural Society arrived at the towers and made a tour of the grounds, murmuring with admiration. I was pleased by their approbation, but judge of my excitement when my name appeared in the prize list. Let me show you my citations. Finest show. Is this just him bragging now? <laughs> <laughs> they named me coolest chap. <laughs> yeah, he, then that's just a list of his the awards he won. <laughs> they called me the Duke of Tail. <laughs> and now, at last, I have found a branch of gardening in which I excel. From now on, my course is clear, and the Marchbanks Weed Sanctuary begins tonight. Oh, I don't know. The whole that whole bit is in being like, uh, I have a great garden. I cultivate all kinds of weeds. It's just him, like something trying to like do something on the sly. <laughs> no, it's him <laughs> being like, I suck at. It'd be like if you were like, uh, I'm a great interior decorator. I work mostly in old Taco Bell wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right, yeah. yeah. My car is a great paint job. It's got all the colors. Or whatever the fuck. What are these called? Hyman Haste. Thy torch prepared. That's about football. <laughs> <laughs> That's about a night game of football in the old days. <laughs> yeah, the guy is... Uh... I mean, thank God he didn't fuck that prostitute. <laughs> you got a whole other section here called crabs. <laughs> I don't think that girl's a prostitute. That probably was a bait shop. And just, it was just a, a lady? Yeah, out. she was just coincidentally out front. She just happened to be sitting under a lot yeah. of bait sign. Yeah. You know, one time I saw, uh, uh, I saw a garbage man drive by. For, he was picking up a lady on a date. I don't think this actually makes sense. <laughs> a garbage man was in a garbage truck picking up a lady for a date. And then I saw her and I said, hey, you're supposed to get in the back. She was like trash. So you're like on the route with him? I don't know. <laughs> And you, you cock block your coworker like that? I don't know. I think he's going to prom. <laughs> I'm his dad who's letting him drive the truck to prom. <laughs> but I'm hanging on the side for safety reasons. And I'm yeah. giving his I'm giving his this girl a hard time. I'm giving him a hard time. I feel like someone I went to high school with probably proposed in some way that related to a garbage <laughs> truck. <laughs> hey man. It's a nice truck to get in. Garbage truck or something full of dirt. But it's clean. <laughs> it's a good car. <laughs> something with like a elephant. El <laughs> I grew up in the circus. Any truck can be a garbage truck. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I drive a garbage truck. It's a filthy it Ford F one fifty. I fucking it sucks, man. I let my dog piss in it. <laughs> well, that's just part of the, being cool. Uh, All right, man. All right, well, everybody, listen to Zadie Smith audiobooks. Everyone, listen to uh, uh, "O Pioneers" by Willa Cather. Uh, 
Will it Cather? Will it Cather? Will afford? Will afford? I want to be bad. <laughs> she wants to be bad. She wants to. That's ridiculous. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs>